0: Welcome to Nanatings. Hey loves. On today's episode of Nana I am joined by my partner in crime, Brian. And we talk about Housewives of Lake City season three. I've been wanting to do a Housewives episode with him for a while, and I am obsessed with like City, so I'm excited to have him on his first or Podcast episode, actually. I mean, he was a guest on one of my episodes, but like for a hot minute, so this is like a real episode with him. And um, we're gonna talk all things Housewives. Uh, one thing I did not mention with Housewives, because we talk about like a lot of the big things on season three, I didn't get to mention on Whitney opening about her childhood trauma, and I just wanna give her so so many, you know, so much credit and kudos about it. I have been going through my own era in life of unlocking a lot of my inner child trauma and really working on a lot of these wounds that are affecting how I am as an adult. And I feel like Whitney being vulnerable and showing that is really motivating other people to take an introspective look at themselves. So thank you Whitney for that. But obviously before I start this episode, I gotta play some ads and things. So while I do that, grab your wine, champagne, tea, blunt, whatever the fuck you want, and enjoy the ride. Hey everyone, I just want to say I have three books out right now and I appreciate the support from all of you, from everyone that got my first book, Fully Androids, and Phoenix, to my second, Romance in a Road, and my current third baby, Antonio's Return. Check it out at Barnes & Noble and also Amazon. You can easily just search my name, Antonio Laranzo, L-I-R-A-N-Z-O, and go get a copy, review it, love it, share it, and all the teens. okay? Everyone, it's Antonia here at Nana Tings. I know I took a little bit of a hiatus, but we're here. Um, and I'm not fully proud to say it yet, but I guess I'm just going to say it. I've been watching a lot of Housewives, dating this guy named Brian that some of y'all know. Um, he sort of got me into more reality TV. So he is here. Hey, babe.
1: Hi. Welcome. It is
0: his first official podcast. I mean, he was like a guest. I a guess a guest on my last one with Kaylee, but he's here.
1: Yeah, technically, like, second one, because I spent, like, the last half of that whole episode yes. talking, but I guess this is, like, really my first one as my own guest.
0: Do you want to let people know a little bit about yourself? Like, fun facts, where you're from, ethnicity.
1: <laughs> oh, ethnicity. We're getting we're getting the demographs here. How amazing I am. Okay, you know? well, as well as an <laughs> incredible person. Gotta, gotta plug the BF first. Um, Guys, I have a knife too is not right now <laughs> yeah no I don't know what to say i get I've lived in soCal for almost like the last like going close to twenty years now so Southern California's home yeah. um I watch a lot of trash t v um housewives of course i i know i deepened your love that was already there when you were watching slc actually, yeah, without me actually the season
0: that we're talking about today is the reason why i was starting it yeah. but
1: i'm happy to broaden your horizons but i'm also like an equal opportunist trash tv watcher so i'll watch like 90 day fiance i'll watch like that like stacy and darcy show trash trash love it all i'm a trash human and i love it proud to admit it <laughs> yeah
0: um so a little bit about brian and i he drives me crazy but
1: we're going on almost eight months now oh my god i think so yeah you're the counter of the relationship i am, like to count I so am, yeah. i think you know that yeah it's eight months he's so annoying with my needy
0: ass but i love him me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are are we having we're our, we
1: having our first fight This is just kidding <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so having a little bit of rosé having a vibe but yeah so i've been wanting him on my podcast for a while now actually we were gonna my original idea was like let's do a like couple episode but then i was like wait this is more fun i was like him and i it's sort of become a tradition weekly now we like watch besides drag race obviously, that's our friday night kind of tradition but um housewives whenever brian and i are off or you know it's like a rainy ass day in la this is like what we do so i was like I feel like he has so much history of Housewives knowledge, just being a fan for so many years, that he has really good hot takes on certain, like, characters of a show, um, how some of the girls can self-produce in their own way. Some of the girls. Some of the girls. <laughs> and I, the season that we're talking about today is actually, like, a Housewife one that I started on my own that, like, I am love that Brian watches, too, because I'm, like, I'm so obsessed with it, is Salt Lake City. So, yeah, I just want to, like, talk about Okay, so like season three just ended, but like we're gonna talk about season three mainly, but like I really wanna talk about like how the shit in season three like came from season one and two, right? So, Brian, I'm just gonna start with you and then I'm gonna piggyback off your conversation because I feel like you are gonna get us really well into the season. Wow, okay. I know your hot take on se- season three is that it's not your favorite season of Slick City. No, it's terrible. It's a snoozer. But I will say the Jinshaw shit is shocking. Yeah. Let's get into, like, that first. I feel like the most controversial thing of the season was that, right? Yeah. Um, How do we feel? Um, And the sentencing and all of it.
1: <laughs> I mean, I have so many feelings about it. Spill um,
0: the tea right now.
1: I mean, I first and foremost think, like, she did not get enough time. I think she yeah. got, like, the judge was really light, lenient with her, with that six-and-a-half-year thing. Um, I think that... I don't know. It's surprising to me when people are surprised that she was a bad person because like it's been there since we met her. In season I mean, she almost released off a boat. <laughs> Literally, like the f- almost f- not even the full first episode, and she's already like cursing and freaking out. And, like I was like, "Oh, this woman is the picture of instability." Like, yeah. Um. So I don't know why people are surprised. I mean, I was surprised that it was this deep. Like, it, but like it's upsetting, and you know, she victimized elderly people's like life funds uh, retirement funds and it's just evil there are certain things that are um unforgivable and that's like one of them so
0: do you think that her husband knew oh prior my god to we're arrest? already jumping
1: there girl okay well um coach i Shaw, want this episode to be hot let's go we're like starting hot okay coach Shaw. i mean i think If I had to venture a guess, I would have to guess that maybe he had some alleged knowledge. I couldn't see a world in which he doesn't, he didn't know anything, like I can't see My thing
0: is, I think she was the breadwinner for a while. My take on it is that, you know, you know those clips that they were showing in the reunion where it was like season one and two with Steve, her ex-employee that also was arrested, um, being like, mama needs a new bag, make me some money, and then what he would do is obviously like fraud the people, right? You know that girl was making like bank by fucking taking these innocent people's money. Like, there's no. But way That's he was...
1: why. Why wouldn't he question? Okay, I make this but that's coach why. salary. Yes, I'm affording. She's saying, let's go rent this chalet for X million dollars. Why would, as the husband in that situation, wouldn't you think to ask? Okay, hey honey, how no, are I we agree. affording that's all why this? I think he
0: knows. I think she like was fucking honest. Like I or so I, think I think he knew absolutely. But then. If I don't know knows, that he was
1: part of it, but I think he has some moral responsibility that he knew benefited and didn't yeah, to continue would have continued if not caught.
0: I mean, I really love the scene with um, Angie K um, wanting to finally get paid for that birthday party she threw for her husband for Shaw. Wait, new driving really
1: quick, Angie Special K. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Wait, wait. So you like Angie K a lot? I have a hot take. I have a, like a, I have a hot take about the Angies now. I was like living during season three, and we had like kind of shared like an excitement about them. I definitely. I think had we it needed it. We needed a little bit of that spice. But upon further inspection, in retrospect, I'm like, you know what? They didn't bring it that hard for me, especially not Dana, little Danimal. Like I can't like she would. She didn't give me anything. She's giving me nooch. Um, and Angie K tried, but it was just so obvious that she was well, trying. that Barbie-like comment, what was it? Yeah, uh, the Barbie scissor kick thing. That, that's what I'm saying. You can see her sweating, you can see her thirst. Like, she's trying to, like, be funny, be a thing, and that's not her. So, it's those kinds of, like, housewives that, like, I think don't last long. Because, yeah. like, they're, or don't become housewives ever, because I think we, we should never see you sweating, while you're like making magic happen or being yourself
0: i agree i am so for anyone that hasn't watched lake city because i know i usually don't do housewives on my podcast some people may be listening to being like wait i need to know the background story quick story is this is only three seasons old it's they filmed within the past two and a half years they've been filming back-to-back seasons really quick with salt lake city and the friend group is pretty much lisa barlow pitched the idea whatever got it approved her and meredith were best friends for 10 years from new york that brought in Jen Shaw, but Jen Shaw was besties with Heather Gay, and then Heather is cousins with Whitney. An ex-housewife was Mary, Mary's best friends with Meredith. She was, like, a tr- uh, leader of a cult, pretty much. You guys can Google the story. I'm not going get into it. The shit was fucking crazy. She married her grandpa, had a kid, all of it. And am I missing a guess from season one? No, that was all the housewives, right? I Yeah, Lisa, Meredith, Heather, Whitney, Jen.
1: Mary. Mary, yeah.
0: Exactly. So then that bled into season two... Um, A lot of the fights were Heather and Whitney towards the end getting a little bit rocky, Lisa and Meredith. Lisa had a hot mic moment in season two and sort of pretty much said that Meredith fucked half of New York. And then Jen Shaw allegations started coming out about her frauding people, and she actually got arrested mid season of season two on a fucking bus from NYPD, which we all were like, why is NYPD in Salt Lake City? And bam, now we know. um, And yeah, so fast forward to season three. This is pretty much the history of the friend group. Uh, (laughs) A quick, a
1: quick. uh, Don't even need to get into Jenny Nguyen because that was. Oh my god! Yeah, I was like, I
0: forgot that she was added for season two. That Flop Teen Aguilera. Yeah, she made some. She's the reason
1: that season three. I part of the reason I think that season three suffered was. I know that they filmed a lot of footage with Jenny. They had Jenny, to cut her out, right? And they had to cut around a lot because they had already filmed for like a month or a month and a half with Jenny. And that's like a lot of footage to have someone around the entire time like as a main person. So when she got let go of that, I think that that made the this season suffer a bit. Like, yeah. It just felt very disjointed and there was no real storylines aside from Jen. And that was it. And yeah. No, no, not the best season, but I have hope for them in the future ones.
0: So, another hot take, or hot topic, I should say, Heather's Black Eye. <laughs> what do we think?
1: <laughs> wow, I mean... <laughs> I think Jen punched her. <laughs> you don't think she got, um, like, work done, like, filler, and then it got, like, migrated and gave the brew? You know that happens a lot.
0: Okay, that does happen, and, you know, a possibility is Yes. But for her not to say she doesn't remember... She and was that, very drunk. But wouldn't she know that it was the filler? Like, she remember that if the next day she, like, got side effects from it or from the procedure. Like, I feel like the way she positioned this whole situation was that someone hit her.
1: Right. Like, here's what I just know from seeing it, which is not much. Because she didn't give us much on this I mean, this that's season. another situation. Problematic. Like, yeah. I'm like... I'm not quite, like, fire Heather like I am with, like, Robin yet on Potomac. At least, I mean, Yeah, I'm not, there, not quite so, there yeah, with her, but I'm like, this was a big ding for her, in my opinion. I mean, I think that Heather really fumbled the ball because I think she was really trying to make a storyline happen. and
0: What do we like to call it, self-producing?
1: Yeah, and it went too far. And you're right, the way she was explaining things, even at the reunion, it was insinuating that there, someone assaulted her. And as like I try to put myself in like those other women's positions as her coworkers, literal coworkers, that like I would feel some type of way about that. 100%. And be like, oh my God, am I safe on my set with these people? Like did some cameraman come in the middle of the night and just like punch her in the face? Well like, they Lisa just say they were and they opened up
0: an investigation.
1: Right. I don't have personal knowledge about that, as we can maybe like ed- redact all this because I don't know how much I'm allowed to know about that. But like, I know that it didn't really go far. Like, there's nothing. Yeah, I really know. I
0: just know that I'm going based on just what was said at the reunion. Right. No, and, no. Like, it, that,
1: w- that was a fact there. Yeah. The company, yeah. it's public knowledge. The company did run an HR investigation. Well, but I list. like what
0: Lisa was saying when she was speaking up about it. I, you know, Side note: I'm obsessed with Lisa Barlow. She follows me on Twitter. You are a Barho. I am a Barho, and um, she. I tweeted about that, and I was like, "Thank you for standing up for the crew and the people that work on the show that had to get fucking investigated." You know what I mean? And I was like, "Thank you for saying something to Heather for her to understand." Like, when you have an allegation or a kind of self-producing moment, that can actually like make the cast feel scared. Let me We're not you, safe.
1: Let me ask you something. In your opinion, is that like okay that she did that? Are you okay with her like forgiving her if she just says sorry and moves on? Who Heather? Yeah. No. Because she hasn't given us an explanation.
0: I. That's a really good question, actually. I think we watch Housewives because we want to see these women unhinged, right? That's the point of the show. The show's so successful. But
1: when it comes to violence, that's why I draw the line. I agree. Every time. I
0: think when it comes to this specific situation. Now, it's one thing if it's her and Whitney fighting like they were, right? Like, that unhinged shit, fine. Like, don't give us a full story. Like, let that build up for season four now. girl's trip. You know, we want to see that.
1: But It'll give you a verbal altercation all day.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean... This, like, are we not that's watching like Housewives like that? House, exactly. That's what I want. Um, to have the black eye thing and to sort of, like, make the fans excited to know an answer and then, like, still be like, I don't know. And then I feel like even Girls shirt coming out soon, she's going to bleed into that shit, too. Where I'm like, girl. But even just... your
1: boss, Andy, grilling But you. also, remember you she kept like... going
0: back on her answers? She kept switching everything. Remember at the reunion, she, was, yeah. she would be like, i knew what happened and he would like say well you quote this well i mean i knew this i I knew about this and i'm like girl you're either protecting jen because you don't want like them to because i i I forgot what podcast you and i were actually listening to about this um you were actually showing me an episode about like that person that was like a lawyer or whatever on a podcast episode and like talked about like the details of like this stuff and yeah if that came out that she did that apparently like they could extend how many time how many like years she spends behind bars and i'm like maybe heather was protected maybe it, she, it, went from six it would have
1: it, it been someone uh, her assaulting someone during an active trial exactly and this is why i'm like this looks like it
0: is the bigger picture and listen she's an author now new york best time seller maybe in a few years when heather? she writes yeah it came out already and it ranks in number eight she's actually a new york Times bestseller what's the cover it's her just going
1: that one that she unveiled when the book wasn't but my thing
0: is like listen heather great success kudos to you i'm a fellow author i get it but i want her to have a memoir come on subtle plug you know you know i do put some ads up in this but go buy my books bitches number four (laughs) is coming out soon but (laughs) i want her to have a chapter called the black eye in her memoir
1: but no i don't want her profiting off of that's where I'm like, no. But they become
0: self brands with these shows. They're
1: gonna no, do it. No, but it's it. You, she shouldn't be able to profit off of something like this. This is like where it's like, there's there's few and very blurred out, vague like lines in reality TV and what's acceptable. But like, I feel like a clear line is like, the insinuation of violence of any sort, and if you are the person withholding information, about said violence I think that that's inherently bad
0: but my thing is so with her though I feel like that's when we're gonna get an answer
1: but like I then here's an example not to talk about bring up Potomac again but in Robin in Potomac's case it's kind of like a similar situation about like Robin not bringing up the cheating she knows Juan is doing on the show but then like teasing the information behind her podcast paywall and giving it there, not even on the show. She gets paid a lot of money, mind you, to like spill that kind of tea. So that's what this is giving me. This is giving me um, is like Heather, if Heather were to profit on a black eye situation, it's giving me very bad. Like, oh, like Robin in a paywall about something that should be on the show because they get paid enough money already to do this on the show.
0: My thing, though, is, did you know Jen Shaw, it was reported, made, four, was it $460,000 off of season three? Wild. How much? 460000
1: I don't know that it's that much. I can guarantee you I that it's not that much. I don't... But, we used to pay... I, this is all public knowledge. Like, I've it's in books and shit. Like, we used to pay, like, original Housewives, like... Kind of like old school reality in general. Back in that day, anywhere from like three to nine, maybe ten thousand dollars.
0: Yeah, I feel like that was the minimum, a right? A season.
1: Yeah. And then slowly, as like Atlanta and all these other ones bloomed, then it began like a, I think a, a per episode structure. Yes. So now these women get paid on a per episode structure, and then the reunion is its own thing. That's why they have to. um Go to the reunion, or else they don't get paid for that. That's how they get like get baited into going and all that stuff.
0: Oh uh, wait, so, so is that like their incentive? Like, hey, to get oh wow, Yeah, exactly.
1: If you don't go, if you skip it, like Lisa Vanderpump skipped it one year, you don't get paid, and then she got fired. Well, anyway, you have to go. I mean, she's driving now, with but it's part of the your Vanderpump job. show in general. It's part of your job. Um. So the thing is, like, I think it's just highly disappointing for morality reasons for. Like financial gains. Yeah. Like it's all just not okay if Heather were to make money on her black eye in a book. Like I that just doesn't sit well with me.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. I want you to tell me okay, I know you weren't the big biggest fan of season three, but what would be a top moment for you?
1: Like my rose and my thorn? Like they do on like the Andy always asks them at the end of all the readings. Yeah. Okay, my rose for this for uh, this season would be God, there was a there is a few. I mean, I guess I mean any scene with Lisa Barlow in it, I guess. I mean like, Lisa's
0: the iconic queen.
1: Yeah, I mean I don't need I don't need um as I'm like trying to tactilely touch everything, Antonio, I just keep swatting my Yeah, because I'm like as I understand
0: that audio picks up if you're
1: slashing. Stuff. Sorry, I just like this is my first podcast. I know, just okay. like stop moving. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, What was my favorite part of the season? God, like, I guess, like, Lisa Barlow's son saying, fudge college. Like, I don't That's know. That's your favorite? No, I don't know. I really am having a hard time because the season was so dark and, like, annoying. Okay, there were some,
0: like, light moments, like Jen Shaw putting wine in Whitney's Uha ha on episode one. That wasn't one. even
1: the first time she's done that.
0: I know, that was funny. Okay, my highlight, though, is when Whitney wanted to get away from Heather and they're doing the... the no, no, it wasn't... Who... Who was Lisa Barlow uh, teamed up with driving, and all she did was talk about her and John, and wasn't asking how the other person's doing? Oh, she was with Heather. And Heather didn't want to talk about the black eye, so she was like, yeah. Yeah."
1: And she was like, this is perfect.
0: My highlight is that, because every clip it would show Lisa. Lisa would be, yeah, a so John one. and I did this. That's a good one. Um, and I drove to school and Heather's just like this. But then Whitney gets stuck in traffic and the producers and director thought it would be funny. However, reverse in traffic in this little car.
1: <laughs> okay, I have a good one. Um, when they had the lingerie party and Heather and Whitney's like blow out there. I thought it was like pretty funny cause they're like yelling at each other full ham and like these like huge breasted like lingerie out. They're like, fuck you. And they're just like tits are like flopping out. I mean, I kind of loved that. It was really funny to me. I love that. Who's your favorite housewife on Salt Lake City? Okay. So this is like, you know, it changes like every month for me. Like, especially Salt Lake cause Salt Lake is so I know, terrible. It, it is. Yeah. Okay, so right now in Salt Lake, I'd say, like, Meredith started as my number one, but she has shifted down, down, down. I know. What is going on? Well, her blind support of Jen Shop until, like, the bitter end was, like, But even in the room, she goes, I have to see, I'm my girl. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's giving me Erica Jane, and I'm not here for that. Um, but I'd say my favorite is Lisa. Like, I I can't, I can't think of who else right now I, I love more than her. She really knows how to make me laugh, like... Just the fact that she doesn't cook, like, I mean, like, I kind of relate, like, a lot to her in many ways, like, because if I could, like, have enough money to, like, live my life, like, spending money out, she I doesn't would. doesn't cook. Do yeah, does everyone hear that? Yeah, he doesn't cook. Yeah, I don't, but, like, if I have, when, not if, when I get enough money to always spend out all the time, I think I'm just, might do that a lot.
0: I think Lisa Barlow is a relatable queen, and not just because she follows me on Twitter, and that she always DMs me on Instagram i think she's he just She
1: and um lisa have a intimate like instagram relationship she actually just retweeted my their best friend poetry
0: books last week and that was like really nice their best friends yes i love her i think the reason why i relate to her is because she loves fast food and i think her windy sponsorship of snowboards and a snowsuit is iconic and i also think her love for del taco and taco bell is also like fucking amazing
1: okay let me turn let me ask you something how, what are your thoughts on Lisa um, being like super Mormon? So
0: it's great that you brought that up because I remember you and I were watching that one episode with like the when they were all wearing bikinis and she's like, I can't reveal my body, I'm Mormon. And I'm like, I forget that like she is because there's a New York side to her that's so like not religious in the way she like was raised. Yeah, the way she bluntly calls someone out, the way she just yeah. drinks her tequila, the way she's just like a bad bitch eating fast food, not giving a fuck. And then you have this like, other conservative modest where it's like she doesn't really show her body and like she won't like curse as much or say like certain things and it's like very now that you say it when you look at it it's like oh you're putting on mormon goggles and yeah i don't know how i feel because like i said the the reason why i think the gays relate to her the most and we love her is like i think we forget she's mormon i know shade of lisa listens to this i love you sis but like
1: yeah no yeah it's no i don't like, mormon itself but it kind of reminds me of like Beverly Hills, Kathy Hilton stands. <clears throat> Me. Um, I love, love, love. love Kathy, and a lot of people do, but yet we know that she is like best friends with like the Michael Jackson family and like has weird opinions. And trad- like, we know what her daughter, like, aka another, you know, maybe certain fave of mine, not a stand fully, but you know, she's made mistakes and the whole family's made mistakes, yet we yeah. all still stand these women today for a reason, I think. And there's something about Lisa in that vein too. That's like, okay, we can look past that side of you, well, even though I, it, I'm sure it's there. Like she shows it every so often. Yeah, but you know? the thing is about Lisa, it's like she's not a bad
0: Mormon in the sense of like I not like Heather. Yeah, but <laughs> but it's not that. It's just like I have no problem with religion. I have a problem with people that use religion to hate people. Right. I think Lisa is a perfect. She loves her gaze. She she is not problematic like that. So like. And I don't care if she's Mormon like good for you and yeah. that's what I like about her what I like about her out of the cast is she doesn't project her Mormonism on anyone I think that's why we forget it How that reminds us I think us, season
1: one she kind of did a little a bit a little bit
0: but come on the PR for season that... one was like the first Mormon cast like it was season one was like play into that I mean Mary sure. fucking had half of the season about her church alone so like that's fair It Lisa sort of like dropped that ball by season two by season two she's like no I'm the New York bitch that has good fashion that lives in Utah and what I like about it is, like I said, like, Heather relies on Mormonism in the sense of, like, even when she left the church, her whole story this season was Mormon, 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 Same thing well, Whitney, I'm leaving this, 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 and this. Lisa fucking hardly talks about it in season three, which I sort of like.
1: <laughs> and Well, everything was about John Chagas.
0: But what I, but it's not even that. It's just, like, your comments. Like, you don't have... Like, even season two, she wasn't, like, throwing it out there. And it's, like... I. It's the same thing with, like, my Christian friends. I have friends that go to church all the time, but, like... I even forget they're religious because, like, are yeah. they repping Jesus all the time? Hell no. No,
1: no, yeah. Not every Christian is a bad person. We all know that. I mean... But that's what I'm
0: saying. I'm like, I think the reason why I also, you know, there are gays that are, like, anti or religion that are radical about it due to, like, how bad people without our religious have been homophobic to us, which I totally get, like, the kind of trauma. But I think the reason why there's so many gays that are radical are so behind Lisa Barlow because, like, she doesn't throw it in anyone's face, which I respect.
1: Okay, here's the real burning question I'd like to ask oh, you. Oh, No. Do you think that Meredith is in love with Seth? No. Hot. I talked. Talk you heard you, it yeah. here first. You heard it here first. Antonio doesn't think Meredith is <laughs> Marx is in love with her husband Seth Marks. You heard it here first. <laughs>
0: I talked to Brian about this actually Oh my god, we were watching well, we don't want to admit this fully, but no, no shade. But the Friends of Weho. <laughs> oh
1: god, the cat's out of the bag now. Well,
0: I'm sorry, but Meredith Mark was in a random scene. I like she was. Yeah, in we like it was just it honestly. Was friends of so, Joey,
1: Zouzig. So random.
0: Um, but the body language is wild. Like Seth was on one side of the couch. Yeah. Meredith's on the other side. Meredith wouldn't even look at him.
1: She looked peeled out. Yes, but she would not even look, but she not even look at him. She like do you think it's because she has a drug problem? I, just like Lisa says.
0: This may be a hot take I'm about to say, but what I think the truth is, is we all knew she wanted to leave in season one. And I feel like that was a true narrative speaking. I
1: thought that's what that was. No, no, no,
0: That was, I think that was real narrative. Now, when people take Xanax, you're so calm that even if you don't like someone, you will be so zannied out that you just are going to die. And I feel like that's how she's going to do with this relationship. She and it's sad. going to it
1: over with Zanny's. Yes.
0: And I feel bad because I feel like the non zanny out Meredith probably wants to fucking leave. And this is what... You know what I realized? Like, outside of the show, I have friends that are sugar babes, right? I, I know the culture. Sometimes they will take prescription or go out drinking to sort of, like, numb... Not wanting to be in that relationship Still but getting the benefits And for me I feel like And it doesn't have to be money It could also be like You have kids You're saying for the kids Right You know my mom Definitely gave my dad An extra three years For no reason Even Just because
1: Because her kids are grown they're Well college. no
0: I think at this point It's for them It's the whole situation Of like money Reputation You TV. know A TV image It's different But like you know Every relationship Has its own You know reasoning Why you Do stay together Do you think together. that
1: they would have separated If the show never came along Yes most?
0: Listen you look back at season one, that Meredith was, like, out. Out the door. Out, like, mentally out. She had
1: one and a half feet out.
0: Even season two, she was pretty out until they, like, rekindled by the reunion time. But she was still, like, even at the reunion, being like, we'll see. It wasn't, like, a full, like, yeah. yeah. And then season three, it felt forced. There was a, what, what was natural about it?
1: <laughs> Her toe and his taint in the
0: bathtub. I don't know. I just... I feel bad for her, actually, because I feel like she is just popping, you know, anti-anxiety medication for...
1: Well, something about her must be off about the way she just has been the last season and a half. Like, I don't know. She's just been so... She really has been off because you're right. I think she started season one really good. This is why I'm saying. The season of Salt Lake sucks 'cause because we had Heather really... Fucking crash a plane. And everyone likes her. season
0: one, she was like the relatable she girl. She's the
1: favorite relatable. And then um, we have Meredith, who just turned into some total like fucking Trump truther or something about regarding Salt Lake City drama and Jen Shaw, which is weird. Which is weird she's a lawyer. Well, has a lawyer yeah, it's just giving me like really weird vibes. And then like nobody. And here's the thing. Another hot take. I know you're excited. Everyone, you and everybody, not just you are excited about the return of Mary Ann Cosby let me here's my hottest of hot takes she's gonna stir the pot I so well. don't agree that she should be back on because like I truly think that that woman like runs a cult and on top of that is racist like if Jenny Nguyen could get fired for being a racist why is Miriam Cosby getting paid to come back to potentially be more the racist the only
0: credit I'm gonna give Jen Shaw is that every time that Mary gave her a slur. Jenshaw turned it into a party.
1: And <laughs> I thought... What do you mean?
0: Remember when she called her a Mexican, you know?
1: Yeah, a drug dealer?
0: Yeah, but Jenshaw, remember on Sugar the Mile, threw a Mexican, a Mexican party on season two and said it's because Mary called me it? And then they rewind to the clip. I will say, the one Libra thing about Jenshaw that I will approve Oh, being, that's why she's a Libra. Yeah, being pre... Team Libra Explained here. so much. Uh-huh. Is... She's always thrown parties based on insults she got from the castmates, and I think that's, like, an iconic way of, like, moving on from something than, like, dragging it.
1: Or, in other words, she's petty. Yeah,
0: but, like, in a fun way, because she think everyone boozed up. Like, okay. We all know you're a little bit
1: capital I, P petty. I
0: am a little petty, and I have no shame in my game. I know how to play the game well, but... A party's a great way to be petty, because it's, like, you're petty, but, like, everyone's still kissing your ass, because you're, like...
1: I think a great way out. of, like, petty-shitting was in Miami with Dr. Nicole to Save that for another episode. Yeah. Hold
0: on. We will have a Miami. That's so that is bar-sa. such a fucking good moment. Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, we really... Season three, if I think about it, like, we literally went over the big moments. Like, I feel like it was mainly Genshaw, Black Eye. Well,
1: then the, like, S-ing D for the the hockey tickets or whatever the like I forgot about that yeah but I don't, nothing and happened. it was nothing it was literally that's what I'm saying I was it on was Heather's what... team the entire season until like she started going in on other things but like, wait I so
0: just to clear that up it was a not a rumor it was Whitney misunderstanding Angie H about courtside seats.
1: Allegedly, they were all this hockey game, and then allegedly Angie H., they were in the front, and they saw Lisa, and they were like, oh, we... She said something like, oh, Lisa got these tickets because she knows one of the players or something like that. And then somehow that became a game of telephone, and whatever Whitney heard or didn't hear, I don't know what Whitney heard, but crazy Whitney heard like, oh... She was sucking dick for courtside t- 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 tickets to this like random. And then didn't team.
0: someone switch the story to jazz tickets, being like, jazz you're giving you blow blowjobs for jazz tickets." And then someone else jazz said, t- "No, she's t- sucking dick for courtside tickets." And I'm like, "Why?" Yeah,
1: I know, like all of that was about the jazz. Yeah, that's right. So that's what that was. And like they tried to really push that as like, like Whitney really tried to make that a thing all well, most of the season, and it just didn't work. I feel like. I don't know I feel like they all tried to make these like weak ass storylines work work, and it didn't work this season
0: yeah but going forward for season four they did hire new girls yeah apparently
1: one of them is like a swinging couple like swingers
0: they also said one of them is really stirring the pot like she is dragging bitches for their names so
1: do you know if angie k is back
0: she is so is angie h but not dana i know dana got asked back too
1: Interesting choices.
0: Well, I will say the unseen footage that aired at the reunion of her calling Jen Shaw out was iconic. She said, Bitch, you better be fucking signing
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> but that was, that's why I said Dan was boring this season because that was the only thing we got and then they, and of showed course they the edited sc- out No, but then they showed the scene they showed it on the reunion they showed the scene and then like it was nothing yeah. it was her saying that and we saw it in all the previews like months prior and then nothing more I thought it was going to be a total like annihilation of genshot and it was like well like you better check your books then and like I was like okay yeah that was like a good diss but anything else like I yeah. don't know it was just yeah. a little weak
0: I get it I get it
1: They need more from these crazy women more so speaking out more what would you you like to see season four then i need to see them leave the country for one i need to oh my be god able... the san
0: diego trip yeah well that oh, was only because Black jen shaw was
1: on the cast and couldn't leave the country but now that she is sentenced and gone the cast can finally take an international like exotic trip so we need that first and foremost um this new cast of like women sounds interesting like i'm interested about the open relationship woman like swinging thing like that sounds new i haven't in my history of my memory of housewives doesn't sound like I've heard of that before. So I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I think the, I think we need more authenticity on the show. We need more like women willing to show like real sides of themselves. So hopefully this new cast, like you said, is like really doing that because I think a lot of people were leaning on the Jen Shaw drama the past three seasons as like a crutch for to not have to do too much on on their own, it was all about the Jen thing. But now it's a real test to like, oh no, how interesting is your life? Let's figure that part out. Jen's gone now. Like, figure it out. Yeah, I'm just gonna
0: end it off where season four, um, Lisa Barlow for president,
1: <laughs> Barho for life, Barlow
0: for life. But um, thank you for being honest. See, it was a quick short sash. Was a little thirty minute rundown of season three of Salt Lake City. Um I'm gonna have you on more because we have to get into all things Miami, which just become a oh, ferret. That's and like number one. All things best. Potomac. I feel like we yeah, just yeah, yeah, have yeah. to 100%. also maybe even Kelly Holden versus Lita Reno more. I mean
1: Bath, Beverly Hill I was like, about all of them. I know he's so The react- only one you can't do is Jersey, huh? Like you can't get yeah, in Jersey. I know a lot about that Jersey. I still gotta get him on, you guys. It's but really I will good. say Brian is
0: so good at like pop culture when it comes to reality TV. like conversation for hours about it so you are the perfect guest to have on for housewife reruns but i'm really excited for the miami one because when i say brian and i are obsessed with miami it is like a whole other level obsession for it so that episode will probably even be twice as long Uh, (laughs) um but anyways it was so good having you on your first episode thank
1: you for having me yeah and
0: we will talk to you later bye bye Talk to you later on Nana Ting's.